What's your story? What does accessibility mean to you? Another episode of Special Edition of Inclusion Revolution Radio in collaboration with with Accessibility Spotlight Session. The Berlin Local Organizing Committee Inclusion Revolution Radio Next session, we will be highlighting the Special Olympic World Games in Berlin 2023. Guests will include athletes, coaches, volunteers, ambassadors, technical delegates involved in the Games. We believe it's important to showcase all of the amazing work that goes into World Games and how it serves as a catalyst for building more inclusive world. My name is Josh Basil. I'm your co-host for today's show. I'm a C45 quadriplegic paralyzed below my shoulders, and a power wheelchair user. I'm the Community Relations Manager at Accessibility and a passionate disability rights advocate and trial attorney focused on breaking down barriers to access and inclusion for people with disabilities. I'm Noe Craven, your other co-host for today's show. I'm a proud Special Olympics athlete and employee for Special Olympics International. I play bocce, basketball, and about any other sport you can think of. I love Special Olympics in the work our organization does to promote friendship, respect, and of course, inclusion. Today, we will be talking with Natalie Ehrlich, Senior Manager of the Special Olympics Festival at the World Games. The festival will not only provide entertainment and cultural experiences for the city of Berlin, but it will also um, be an opportunity for local businesses and organizations to showcase their work on an inclusive stage. Thank you so much for joining us today, Natalie, and welcome to the Inclusion Revolution Podcast. Hey, Natalie. Hi, Josh. Hi, Novi. Nice to meet you today for the podcast. Thanks for the introduction. Um, as you said, I'm Natalie Ulrich, and I'm um, happy and glad to be here today and be your guest. Thank you for being with us. We're about to go into the questions now. Can you share more about your background as an event manager and what you what you want to transition working for the World Games without without having prior experience with Special Olympics? Yeah, thanks, Novi, for the first question. Um, yeah, I'm the Special Olympics Festival Senior Manager. And um, as an event manager, I worked before for several brands of the automotive and telecommunication branches. And I am in the branch event management branch for uh, 10 years now. Um, But after four years in the same company, it was time for a change. And so uh, I discovered the vacancy about two years ago for the Special Olympics Festival Management. And I saw a video on the website and it was just amazing. And the um, emotions in the video were so catchy that I said, okay, it's just one chance to be part of the World Games Local Organizing Committee of Special Olympics. And there's still one chance that the games will be in Berlin, so my home city. And uh, that's why I applied for the job. And yeah, I was just um, 
a little surprised, but also um, it was inspiring to see the Special Olympics community in Germany, which I didn't know before. Yeah, and so uh, I got the job in the end, and I was very happy, and here we are. <laughs> Congrats. I'm so glad you got the job, and can you tell us uh, what to expect uh, from this Special Olympics Festival, and what role will it have in creating a more inclusive uh, uh, culture and games, Berlin Games? Yeah, for sure. So the Special Olympics Festival 2023 in uh, June, what to expect is their uh, varied and colorful um, stage program and program itself on several venues and locations uh, all over Berlin. So we are planning uh, many join-in activities, exhibit booths, um, a lot more to discover and to try out. Um, so really an interactive festival and there are going to be theater plays and performances um, you can visit. And in general, we want to create a space next to all the sports competitions, which are amazing. Um, but we want to create a space uh, for encounters next to the sport competitions. So that means that we invite everyone, the athletes, delegations, to general public also of the city to get to know more about Special Olympics and the Games. So, um, yeah, we are looking forward to really an inclusive festival program because we invite many inclusive groups and performers and bands, um, musicians. So that's what to expect and in an overall picture. Thank you, Natalie. The festival will be taking place at multiple locations across Berlin. Where exactly will it be hosted and why were these locations chosen? That's true. So we are going to have four pillars of the festival, you could say. So the first pillar is the festival at Neptune Fountain. It's in the city center of Berlin, underneath the famous TV tower of the city. Um, the second pillar and festival venue uh, is going to be the festival highlight events at Brandenburg Gate. They are taking place next to the most famous site, I would say, of Berlin. Then we are going to have the festival activities in the summer garden. Uh, the activities and the festivals connected to our major sports venue the Messe Berlin so we are going to have entertainment and booths next to the sports competitions right in the center actually and then we are going to have the fourth pillar it's the cultural program and it takes place in many cultural institutions of Berlin like theaters museums and many more because we invited them to become part of our cultural program and they are showing inclusive plays, performances, and their program is going to be inclusive while our games time or during our games time. So those are the four pillars, kind of the overall Special Olympics Festival we invite everyone to. And the reason why we've chosen 
mainly the um, city center uh, venues like the Neptune Fountain I mentioned or the Brandenburg Gate is because we want to catch people's awareness and bring the games right in the center of the city and in the center of um, the society and the public. So uh, that's why we have chosen city center venues um, to have the main festival program there to connect um, everyone and to inform people about Special Olympics and catch their awareness. Yeah, so that's actually um, the reasons. And we hope that we are having um, many visitors and we are creating an impact in a society with it because we are the first touch point for so many people when it's about the topic of inclusion. And Natalie, how are you making the festival more physically accessible and what step, steps have been taken to prepare for participants with disabilities? Yeah, so uh, to make the festival more physically accessible, for sure there are going to be um, ramps uh, all over the venues. So when it's about our stages, for example, there's going to be ramps that um, everyone can enter the stage easily and, um, of course, um, accessible. So this is a must and a basic requirement for us um, that we have taken into account. And the venues themselves, um, we offer lots of seating capacities for people to have a rest um, that we really create a space where you can party, but also you can have, find a quiet space, for example, to calm down. And um, for sure, our stage programs, they're going to be mainly in English and in German, but we offer um, sign language at every stage for the moderation uh, parts and also for main parts of the program. Um, that's the physical accessible um, tools we offer. And we inform all participants, like for example, exhibitors at the festival venues to bring their material in easy language, that their booths are accessible, that the join-in activities are inclusive and yeah, mostly accessible for everyone. I'd love for you to talk more about kind of the digital space. So like what digital accessibility measures are being implemented before the festival events to let people who want to attend, reserve a spot um, or sign up for events and workshops. I'd love to know more about that. Yeah. So, um, the concept was that um, we invited Berlin and uh, Brandenburg projects, so the surroundings of Berlin and Germany, um, projects and organizations to um, apply for our open call because we started an open call in uh, the end of last year to become part of the festival program. So you could apply as exhibitor a stage program part, performer, for example, or also as a workshop provider. And this open call, it was already um, been online. It has already been online um, in easy language, easy English and easy German. And so everyone could apply. So that was kind of a digital tool, our um, open call in easy language, easy German, 
and also all info material was in easy language. And we decided not to have um, a sign up for workshops, for example, beforehand, because we want to avoid the stress level um, if delegations are on their way or in a competition venue and they cannot make it to the festival, for example, to attend a workshop. And then they signed up beforehand. Um, this is not in our concepts. <laughs> we haven't had any digital um, uh, accessibility measures to sign up for, to be honest. But we empower and motivate our cultural partners, for example, theaters or museums, to implement accessible measures on a long-term um, uh, view on their websites, for example. So we really want to start to, to um, yeah, motivate um, also cultural institutions and partners and the external stakeholders we have to implement also digital tools on onto on their websites. Thank, thank Hope you. Hope this that. answers to the question. Why is it important to welcome the community of Berlin by opening opportunities for residents to become volunteers or host workshops? Yeah, so with the festival, we want to connect different um, parts of the society, the sports part, the cultural part, and the social organizations. And I think maybe this is a unique chance to come together at a major sports event in Berlin, in the city, and to connect all those people to make a change. So it's actually um, the most important thing to invite those stakeholders is that on the one hand, they can showcase what they are already doing in terms of inclusion. But on the other side, um, we start the change in people's minds and also in organizations to become more inclusive and to really make a change. So that's why we invite all external exhibitors or organizations to um, host workshops to connect and to bring their um, visitors and their um, their target groups also together that everyone can meet at the festival um, spaces. So this is um, this is why we want to create a legacy with the festival also, or we are kind of creating a legacy with it because we want to um, yeah empower and motivate organizations to become more inclusive and to make a change also after the games have happened in Berlin. So from July onwards, I would say. And, and Natalie, as you know, event management is all about creating the best event possible while simultaneously appealing to and attracting a large audience, yet diverse audience. How have you noticed any changes within the event industry that are focused on making events more accessible at all? Yeah, I would say, yeah. 
Um, that's a difficult question, I would say. Um, but over the years, over the last years, um, I mean, in the last three years, it was a little difficult to see changes because of Corona. Um, we have not had any um, events in person actually for a long time, but that made a change um, to also have more hybrid events, for example, and people can access events um, more in a digital way now. So I saw this change and also um, topics that have a social impact, they are more in the focus than, for example, 10, 12 years ago, I would say. So also um, what from my surrounding, what I see is that, for example, other festival organizers, they are now starting to make up their mind how to become more inclusive. They also, um, some of them reached out to us and were very interested in how, what are you doing? Um, what measure, measurements are you having uh, in the festival planning already? And what are you doing to make your festival more inclusive in the implementation in the end? Um, yeah, so that's what I see. People are interested in the topic and also, um, yeah, more accessibility um, was given by the last three years, I would say, from my perspective. Thank you. What are you looking forward to, to the most about the World Games? I love that people are coming to Berlin and what we are planning for two years now is going to be real. <laughs> so really we are in contact with so many stakeholders and I'm so looking forward to the moment where we meet each other on site. The delegations are coming to the city, to Berlin, to Germany. Um, and I'm looking forward to the great moments we are going to have in front of the stages also um of course on, on the grandstands on the fields of competition and finally to have the feeling okay the world games are here and it's now yeah come, going to be real <laughs> <laughs> awesome awesome and if your words could you answer the question what does accessibility and inclusion mean to you mm -hmm. for sure Actually, um, inclusion means that for me personally, everyone is treated in the same way and everyone has the same chances. And this is connected to accessibility because I think if um, information is accessible for everyone or venues and so on and so on, um, it's easier for people to to. Be part, become part of the of the normal kind of normal is the wrong word <laughs> of the overall um yeah society and um life. So everyone has a chance to uh, be become part wherever people want to become part um of, and yeah, everyone is treated the same way, no matter what disability there is or 
yeah, how people feel. Um, yeah, that's kind of in a few words my description of inclusion and accessibility. Most likely so much. Um, thank you, Natalie, for joining today's episode of the Inclusion Revolution Radio Podcast and Spotlight Session Collaboration. The Special Olympics Festival will be an incredible experience to say the least. We're so excited to hear about all the amazing stories that will come out of it. Thank you so much, Natalie, and everyone else that's here uh, that's joined us to the end. You can learn more about Accessvi, the Inclusion Revolution Radio, and Special Olympics by subscribing on YouTube and following us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Find us using our handles at Accessvi underscore community and at Special Olympics. Thank you all for being on this journey with us, and we are looking forward to the next episode. Take care, everyone, and thank you, Natalie, again. Thank you, too. It was a pleasure to be your guest.